Hello and welcome to the Insurance Age podcast. My name is Eda Axling, I'm the news editor and I am here with Sean Barton, our editor. Hello, Hello. Sean. Hi, Eda. Sean, can you please uh, take us through the list of the top stories from the week commencing 9th February 2020? Yes, I will do. So our top story was major insurers respond to Staveley head collapse. Second, in person with Amanda Blanc. Gallagher reshuffles UK specialty and pen underwriting leadership teams. Another pen story, pen reveals further management changes. And then finally, and then in a quite an unusual move, um, mm-hmm. we have one of our in-depths in the top five. And this time it was about commercial and the property pressure cooker. Always good to see that people like our features as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I just wanted to mention briefly uh, my interview with Amanda. She's uh, firmly back in the insurance market again after obviously leaving Zurich uh, last summer. And uh, I had sort of the first interview along with uh, our sister title, Post, uh, with with Amanda and uh, yeah she just talked about sort of her, her thoughts about the market and what she's going to do yeah. and she's taken on what, what sort of things was she saying? Well she's taken on uh, seven uh, non-executive executive director roles which is an impressive list uh, two insurers Aviva and ERS and three insure techs Trove, Lacker and Wrightendom and uh, also uh, two uh, two other roles outside of the industry. So she's going to be busy. Uh, she did say she's she'd had uh, during her months off. She'd had about forty job offers. Oh wow! So <laughs> uh, she had had uh, a few to choose from. Yeah, she say some of those were sort of more CEO roles as well. Yeah, there were a few of those in the mix, but she uh, she decided she after 13 years of working as a CEO, she was done with that yeah. bit of her career and now she wanted to do something else. So uh yeah, it's uh it, we will have to see what happens next, I guess, and yeah, how she gets well, on with the companies she's chosen. Good luck to Amanda. Well, enough about that. It's clear that the top story for the last couple of weeks have uh, has been what's been going on at Staveley Head. Uh, Sean, can you take us through sort of what's been happening there? Yeah, absolutely. So Staveley Head, um, they're based in Wales, um, they're a broker, but they also have a appointed representative called Policy Plan. I know um, a fair amount of other brokers did business through. Unfortunately, um, we reported on the 5th of February that um, they'd called in Duff and Phelps as an administrator and um, the business, it's, it's not an in, uh, insignificant business, they were would have been a contender for our top 100. Um, we spoke to their CEO back in 2017 and he said they had um, 45 million in GWP across the the businesses and um, I believe about 85 staff most of those people very sadly um, are up for redundancy Yeah I heard uh, 61 people had been uh, made redundant already Yeah so it's it's a very sad story for those people I'm sure all very hard working Um, We have seen um, Stavely Head in the news a fair amount over the last year or two. Um, It's partly because they used to use unrated Danish provider Qdos, which went bust for for some, we believe, a lot of their capacity. Mm. Um, Obviously, when they went bust, they had to move it. 
and the insurer they moved it to was Geffian. Now, we've talked about Geffian a fair amount on this podcast. They're they're fairly troubled. They've got a few issues with the Danish regulator because mm-hmm. Geffian is also a Danish unrated insurer. Um, and last year, the relationship between Geffian and Stavelyhead came to an end as well. Now, there's there's a little bit of dispute between the two about who pulled the relationship. Yeah, and we've also written about uh, a court case where Kudos and Geffian took uh, Stavelyhead to court. So. Yes, so they took them to court. Well, they started the process last year to mm-hmm. sue them for about £9 million. So... Um, that's that's interesting. I think it really brings the um, the conversation about using unrated providers to the fore again, because it's something we've we've always talked about and heard debated. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are the main arguments against using unrated? Well, I mean, as you say, this is something that's been debated ever since we well for for a long time, <laughs> as long as I can remember anyway. And uh, I guess the the main argument is that when something like this happens if they uh, like with kudos if the provider goes bust that means that all of the policyholders are left without insurance and um, this of course affects the the reputation of the whole industry because mm-hmm. uh, those stories usually uh, they reach the national press, yeah. and well, if, customers get hit in the pocket, don't they? Yeah, of course. They've got to pay out for that second policy, and yeah. say if you're a taxi driver or something, you can't drive your car because you're not insured and mm. you can't make money. Yeah, you've been hit so many times in in your wallet. Yeah, and that's I remember that from when Alpha went bust. Uh, in 2018, all the taxi drivers that were just stood outside there. Uh, broker's office demanding mm. insurance. And was Alpha another unrated one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's difficult because pe- there will always be people who argue there is a place for the unrated provider mm-hmm. and the unrated isn't always synonymous with bad. I'm sure there's plenty of unrated insurers if you put them through the Bieber litmus test. They would they would pass it with flying colours. Yeah, and I I've also heard a lot of uh, a lot of brokers arguing that it's easier to uh, use the the unrated insurers for for niche markets and niche products, and that's why sometimes they're needed. Yeah, and there's an argument for access to insurance as well. Because mm-hmm. I think without some of the unrated capacity, some customers simply wouldn't be able to get insurance. And I know there there are lots of brokers out there who want to help those customers. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Thank you for listening. We'll look forward to bringing you another podcast in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>